Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast. We're on episode number 61. And before we start, I just want to do a huge thank you to our main sponsor, Huff & Puff Pork Crackle, who are just helping to keep this podcast growing and help to keep the industry stay connected. In today's episode, I'm joined by Laura Murray. Laura works solely with food and beverage companies and brands on their social media marketing. It is now more than ever just as important for brands to get their messaging across and communication to different consumers via different platforms in the right strategies. In this episode, Laura provides some great insight into the way you should be communicating, the different platforms you should be using and how your tone of voice should be different for each platform, building relationships through the content that you're creating and also providing some updates regarding how your business can just adapt to the COVID-19 crisis and we also discuss how good Canva is for delivering content and a platform that should be used for presentations. But for now, just sit back, relax and enjoy what Laura has to say. Huff and Puff Pork Crackle is Australian owned and made right here from 100% real Australian pork. Hand fried and available in a range of flavours, the tasty crunch is hard to resist. Laura Murray, all the way from Ireland, absolute pleasure to have you on board. Um, I'm going to say it's the first time that I've spoken to you and we've hit record, but it's our second, so welcome back. <laughs> thanks, Ben. Yeah, I know, the first time was a bit odd, but um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's really good to talk. <laughs> it's all good. So for everyone listening, uh, me and Laura recorded a, a show a couple of weeks ago, and it was fantastic. Uh, and this is a lesson to anyone who's doing a podcast out there or just a lesson in general, to be honest. Make sure your guest um, is coming through clearly because uh, I realized when I was editing our first podcast, um, I didn't have my audio set up correctly. So I benefited, Laura. I'm not going to lie. I got a lot of uh, insights from you. Uh, and. <laughs> you've kindly said you're going to come back. So thank you. Thank you for making the effort again. <laughs> yeah, but definitely don't be taking all the blame. I mean, that was, that was on me as well. So I think a lesson learned for both of us. Yeah, yeah. now that I found out you've got a microphone sitting next to you as well, that, that's, yeah. uh, you should have kept that <laughs> one quiet. That helps, that helps. <laughs> well, welcome back to the podcast. Um, all the way from Ireland. So another international guest, but a guest with a lot of knowledge. Um, Please, Laura, introduce yourself and we'll go straight into kind of the, the benefits that you can give to many brands and individuals that are listening. Yeah, um, so you already said I'm Laura. I'm uh, based in Ireland, but for the last maybe seven, eight years, I've been working in Spain. So I've just moved back to Ireland um, this past year. And the reason for that was to work on my business, which is Berry and Wolf. Um, so I basically work with businesses in the food and beverage industry and I help them with their social media and just um, general online marketing communications and creating content and that kind of thing, um, which has gone a bit manic since <laughs> lockdown has started and everyone seems to have gone online. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's it's been a, a hectic few weeks, I think. Fantastic. Well, before before I crack on the uh, question, that's probably the first question. Then, like, 
since COVID-19 then, have you had a lot of traction then from brands going, oh, shit, what do I do? Like, we've we've not really played much attention here. What's been the last couple of weeks like in your world? Yeah, I think um, what I noticed at the start of lockdown, because obviously it's been, what, nearly 10 weeks at this stage, um, which is just insane to think. Um, I think if anyone had told us that at the very start, you know, we would have all been driven mental. Um, but yeah, I think, I think at the start of lockdown and the start of kind of quarantine time, uh, social media and, and marketing and things went a little bit quiet for the first couple of weeks because nobody really knew what to do. Um, and I think especially, you know, food and beverage, it was still an essential industry, essential workers. So it was, it was super confusing and nobody, um, was sure what way to go about it. Um, but I think now in the kind of last few weeks and now that we can kind of see plans to get out of lockdown happening in most countries um social media starts to be picking up again people start to be posting more about their own businesses about their brands um which is really nice to see because it's been quite odd um for the last few weeks but i think the main thing was uh in the beginning what I noticed anyway was uh, there was kind of some extremes between what people were doing. So some people had just disappeared completely, you know, so yep. you'd see them on, uh, you know, you'd see them on social media or online nearly every day or at least every week. And then there was nothing. And fair enough. I just think people, you know, do we mention COVID? Do we not mention it? You know, how do we mention it in the right way? There was so much confusion. Um, and I think after, you know, eight, nine, 10 weeks now, um, people, everyone's realized yeah. in the same ocean in the same boat kind of idea so uh it's stabling out and and people are starting to see the light at the end of the at the end of the tunnel definitely definitely well yeah I think because it's such a global impact and everyone's been affected it's been amazing to see everyone's been in yeah you said it. everyone's been in the same boat and that's exactly the same stuff that we've seen here in Australia as well like yeah even even personal accounts and business accounts everyone's had to adapt and there's been some good, I've seen some good brands come from it. Like I've seen, oh, cool. You've, yeah. you've changed the way you, your voice and kind of your, your, the way that you deliver a message. Is there yeah. been anything that you've seen over in Ireland? Um, is there any brands that kind of have resonated with you uh, in the tone of voice or kind of anything that they've done that you've made go, oh, that's a bit different or interesting or kind of oh that's nice yeah oh god like to name brands off the top of my head I, I don't know I'm sure they'll come to me now yeah, just to put just to just to put you on the spot yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> no there's there's loads but it's always you know when someone asks you and your your mind just goes uh <laughs> yeah <duh. laughs> no <laughs> no but I think just overall there's been such it's it's just been so nice to kind of see the togetherness I guess that's come about I don't know if that's the right word but yeah, um yeah been so much involvement um and collaborations happening even amongst would-be competitors I guess you know like yeah. helping people or everyone's helping each other um kind of just get through this and you know there's none there's none of that like com- well you know there's some but there's none of that um competitive vibe that's yeah. oh, oh oh I only want my business to survive or something because we need everybody to have you know a functioning market um from from an industry and a consumer perspective so I think that just overall I've seen a lot of that um in terms of collaborations and you know like how can we work together to make sure everybody gets through this I think that's been really nice absolutely fantastic well more on you like how did you get into uh running Berry and Wolf um like where 
when did you decide to go, you know what, I'm going to jump in this two feet first and go alone? Like for yeah. everyone who's listening, just give a, give a brief background as to, to how you just didn't fall into this um, because you were bored one day. Like there's, there's, there's a build up to uh, why, why you're working in uh, for food and beverage related as well. Yeah. Oh my God. No, it definitely was not because I was bored one day. There was a long, long, (laughs) I think it took me over nearly like the guts of a year to start. Um, Anybody who started, started a business and I'm sure you know this yourself because you've just, um, you're starting one as well. Uh, First weekend. It's been great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, like the first, the first weekend officially feels like your first week to everybody else, but you know, the behind the scenes that has gone into it. So true. So, so true. Yeah. I was so adamant when I started that I was like, I want to do my own website. You know, I want to set up all my own channels. I want to do kind of as much as I can myself. And if I had to do it over, I would completely scrap that idea. Um, it was, I would just straight away ask for somebody who actually knows what they're doing in terms of websites and that kind of side, because it was just such a headache and it took me so long. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, well, I, I'm, you know, I'm a huge foodie. I've always loved food. I think a lot of people resonate with that, but I didn't really know that the food industry, I guess, was a career option until um, after college. And I got onto a graduate program here in Ireland and I was um, posted with uh, Board Bia, which is the, the Irish food board. I don't know what the equivalent would be. Um, in Australia I don't know do you guys have something like that like in Australia I'm sure we I'm sure we do somewhere I'm sure there's some clever people doing some stuff yeah if anyone is listening yeah please uh please let me know but I'm, yeah. yeah I'm sure there's an Australian food governing body uh, yeah they're they're almost for sure is. yeah <laughs> yeah so I kind of started working with them and I got posted in their Madrid office um and that's how I kind of realized I was like oh my god you can work in food and it was just it was just like a big switch turned on and I was like oh this is like dream job um so yeah so I was doing that for a few years and I worked with a couple of um I worked with a big subscription box in Europe um and a couple of other things and I just kind of decided that I liked the idea of being able to work for myself I liked you know the flexibility because obviously I was living in Spain but from Ireland um so wanted a bit more flexibility in in where I was living and where I was working um and yeah so I I sat down one day and I was like right I need to work for myself what can I do um and I just thought about all the things that I love about my job and um that just happened to be kind of the social media side of it the marketing side um and yeah it was literally me a piece of uh paper and a pen um Mm -hmm. and that's how it started (laughs) it's crazy isn't it a lot of people overthink well we we discussed this in podcast one kind of you were an overthinker and same here but (laughs) All it starts with is just the idea and then kind of, right, where's the next step? And uh, it's funny because I follow, like everyone does on Instagram, follow different uh, people and influencers. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys that I follow uh, built his own gym. And it's, it's a really nice gym and people always go, oh, how did you build a gym? Like, what? Like, where did it start? Like, And he literally just uh, did a video a couple of weeks ago and he goes, this, I'm going to show you how I built my gym. And he just turns the video onto his laptop and loads up Google. Right. And just lit- and his first question was, 
how do you own and run a gym? Yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and he just goes, it was as simple as that. I read the first That's article it. and then I, I built up from there and you kind of go, yeah, fuck. Yeah. You go that, that, yeah. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. Like how, how do I, how do I build a website? How do I, uh, that's fantastic to hear that yeah. you, I, you actually did it. Yeah. Oh, well, no, it's not amazing. Like I definitely will need help on that later on, but, um, it's, you know, I think the, the thing is what you just said is about not overthinking it's just getting started like put anything up there because um there's a lot of nice to have things rather than need to have things um and so once you have a base you can always build on them but um you know if you don't start then you have nothing to build on <laughs> so that's gonna yeah, definitely well let, let's touch on kind of your skills and like you in your on your website you, you talk about strategy and planning content creation engagement platform management lead generation and they're all like hugely important topics that any even big brands and small brands they all need to do exactly um what you're you're helping with run me through kind of what you do uh, if someone did contact you to kind of go i've got this great idea but I don't know how to get the message across or I don't know where to start. What, what would you do and what would you say and help in that kind of situation? Yeah. Um, so normally I have maybe usually about an, uh, a week long onboarding process. Um, and that sounds a bit long, I think, but that's just um, kind of a general time on my end so that mm. I can get everything prepared. And then what's involved in that is um, usually I work directly with you know the CEOs of the company or the marketing directors if they have a small team um, or even just finders owners um, who've literally just started a business and have nothing you know have you know want to start from scratch or have no idea what to do so um, it obviously depends on each client but usually what we'll do is we'll kind of um, have a call Um, now everything's remote so I think people are more open to calls Um, if we can have and you know I prefer that because uh, obviously it's nicer in person um, so we'll just kind of have a call or a meeting and sit down and talk about everything and talk about everything to do with um, your brand so like what you want your objectives to be um, what you want your brand voice to be um, a little bit of a strategy there what kind of things we're going to write about and I think one of the main things that we do when we're starting off is um, talk about who your ideal client is. That's the the common denominator to everybody I start working with um, because yep. it determines everything else that you do. Um, so you can have multiple ideal clients. You know, you might sell um, B2B or B2C. So you could have organizations and customers, for example. Um, but what we'll do is just sit down and really, really be specific with that. Um, so, you know, give them a name, give them an age, give them a, you know, a fake company to work with or a real company. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that kind of idea, um, that kind of idea. And then from there, then we'll build out their pain points, you know, what they want to know. And that allows me to then go and create all of the content for you. So if I know that, um, you know, people are really struggling with, you know, even now, like people are struggling with, um, my clients, like what, what do I write for? you know, during lockdown, like what, how do I change my content to suit, um, you know, a COVID consumer, let's say in quotes, Um, you know, that's kind of a big pain point at the moment. So I know that people are struggling with that. So then I can go and write, um, you know, blogs or posts or LinkedIn articles around that topic. So I think that's the, that should be your first um, kind of point of call. And then you can build everything off of that. 
Fantastic. And to touch on the platforms then, because and you, you mentioned it by blog posts um, and uh, creations, is it, do you spread yourself across all platforms or would you say there's a, a there's more platforms that you kind of tend to focus on than others? Is there any uh, yeah. bias to anything of that? Um, so not necessarily a bias, um, but just based off who your ideal client is or whoever your buyer persona is, that's um, what determines which platforms you use then. Um, so for example, if you're a B2B business or a brand, um, or even if you're a business owner in general, you should be on LinkedIn. I think that's my only maybe bias that I have. I'm yeah. a yeah. I love it. Um, I know that's where you and I connected. <laughs> um, and that's true with a lot of people and I just think it's fantastic so you should definitely have a presence there um they have personal and company pages and I'm just a big fan of of um, having a company page there for a bit of information um but using it mostly from your your perfect or your personal page Um, okay yeah and then apart from that obviously you know there's I don't even know how many other platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok now. I think um, as long as they suit your brand, you can be on them. But you for sure don't need to be on all of the platforms, especially not starting out. My advice would be to pick one or two, um, maybe max in the beginning, and then focus on them, build them up. And then once you have um, a good kind of customer base on those, then you can start looking towards other platforms. But I think one of the biggest things is people think they have to be on everything from the beginning, and that's just so overwhelming. And then you end up doing nothing. Um, (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Yeah, but no, like pick. And even if you have to try a few to find where your customer is, um, but if you have a good idea, uh in the beginning then you know pick one try it and if you're getting reactions then go for it and if not then try another one and we uh we discussed it in um take one of the podcast (laughs) and i want to bring it up today because i know you're a big fan of it and so am i and and that's what i've been doing a lot of uh the last couple of weeks because of trying to promote doggylicious canva Mm -hmm. how how good yes. is Canva? <laughs> I adore it. I don't think I would be able to do half of the things I do without Canva. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Australian. Explain, so, yeah. Where, yeah. where does that come into? How good is that for your kind of role? Um, and yeah, it's kind of how often are you using Canva for your, yourself? Yeah, so I use it daily, um, multiple times daily now. Um, in the beginning, when I had just heard of it, which was only last year um, when I started mm. in Wolf, um I you know I was kind of dabbling in it I had the free version which is fantastic like when you're starting off the free version is spot on like don't feel you need to go pro from the beginning um but it was just as I was using it more and more and then I was starting to get more creative with it it's basically um how to explain it it's it's an Australian company so I'm sure a lot of your listeners um may know it um but it's basically it allows um, a normal person to be a type of graphic designer and if there's any graphic designers listening yeah. like no it doesn't yeah <laughs> um, they'll, 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 be, they'll be shaking their head and be like and it, we, no, we and use Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there is there's a there is a big gap like you know there's it's mm. uh it's not a direct replacement for a graphic designer by no means um but it is very very helpful for 
people in the beginning who might not have the budget or people who want to have more of an involvement in creating their own graphics or their own posts. Mm. Um, If you haven't heard of it or used it until now, definitely go on and have a look, have a play around. Um, There's a bit of a learning curve, but not not too much. Um, And it's just good. You can create social posts. um, You can create like animated posts. um, They have... They just have something for everything. Um, so good. Yeah. Uh, I've, got the, um, I've got the pro version. Um, yeah. Uh, not to sound very snobbish or uh, <laughs> but um, I'm pretty big in the game in Canva. I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> me, uh, we did a podcast with uh, a guy called Steve Devlin, who. Oh, yeah, from iRise. Of, yeah, iRise Drinks. Yeah. And he, he goes, do you want to go halves? And I was like, Hell yeah. So we literally share a platform. He oh, has, it's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has pictures of dogs and he, and then when I log in, I'm just like, why is it all pictures of like people <laughs> drinking these little shots? I'm like, oh yeah, Steve must have been on Canva again. <laughs> That's true. Cause you're like, did I do this? Like, did I, yeah, I'm like, really when did I download this? Yeah. When did I download this background? And, uh, yeah. So if even like startups, this is, this is, I've been counting every dollar. Um, yeah, you do. I've, been able to get my hands on and it's like i think it was 60 dollars between like each of us and it's fantastic so that's yeah it's good to know that you're a fan and yeah i think also presentations though even from a not even a Mm -hmm. social media side um, yeah true you should be using them for for presentations for every client out there because it's it's easy yeah and oh my god like i don't know like you look at PowerPoint now and you kind of go, oh, Jesus, this is boring. Yeah, because you're like, you know, part of, I mean, no, no, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, nope, can't think of it. Um, <laughs> don't, like nothing against PowerPoint. Um, mm. no, it, it has it has its good points and it has its benefits, um, but it's just Canvas just so user-friendly and just another level, I think. It, um, it just kind of adds a little bit of, you know, jazzy hands to your to your posting and they've been so good um during COVID as well actually because they partnered with um uh the world health the world health organization um and so they've got some already existing and pre-made um templates up there that you can just download directly um with COVID statistics and COVID kind of um posts so you can just download them straight away and use them for your platforms um if you need to so that's on there as well which is which has been really good so good yeah so it's a great platform and if you're working with brands uh and you'd have to be living under a rock to uh, kind of miss that video and self video is just blowing up yeah that's something that you offer or is again is that kind of you touched on it maybe one or two platforms uh, and hone in on those but what about video how important is uh yeah video marketing yeah video's coming up big time isn't it um everyone's starting to do it and I think if well if they're anything like me I'm a bit you know I'm not fantastic on camera yeah. so I have shied away from it a bit but I know that it needs to be done because it's where everything's going a little bit um so I've been kind of dabbling in TikTok the last couple of weeks which I yeah good stuff yeah great <laughs> um but it's it's kind of a nice entry to video because you know you don't really have to be yourself and there's voiceovers and everything on that so um it's uh, it's really good in that sense but no uh videos video is really good even if you're practicing on your own like taking you know 
selfie videos, um, just kind of talking into the mirror, just getting yourself used to that because it's such a transferable skill as well. Um, you know, I think even LinkedIn are coming up with LinkedIn stories soon. Um, uh. it's kind of, I think, yeah, I heard that somewhere, but I'm, I haven't seen it anywhere yet. Um, so they're kind of going to mimic Facebook and Instagram in that sense. Um, and so, you know, they just added video, I think, was it last year or two years ago as well? So it's definitely the way to go just because um, people buy from other people and they buy into authenticity and yeah. the fastest way to show people who you are is to stick your face on a video and start talking to them directly. Um, so it's, it's definitely super valuable that way. Um, again, don't overthink starting it. Um, you don't need, you know, a professional camera. You don't need a professional crew to be, you know, videoing yourself. Just do a quick Google on how to take a good LinkedIn video, how to take a good video in general. Um, you know, find a good room in your house that has good light um, and just start talking. Uh, I think that's the best way. And that's the only way you're going to get better at it as well. So I know for myself, I started with little short um, yeah. Instagram lives, uh, just talking to my friends, basically. Um, and, you know, they probably thought, you know, who's, you know, what's she at? Um, but it's just for practice, really. Um, yeah. yeah, whatever way you can get it. I think it's it's definitely a, a good way to go. Um, I, like I think I think a lot of people forget that your first first thing of everything is pretty shit like my first podcast yeah. I don't even I don't even I've not even listened to it uh but I know that when I did my first podcast it took me four or five hours I remember spending one Saturday in the garage and it was freezing yeah and I was going right right okay how do you say hello and I was like hi hello <laughs> Hi, 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 and I was like, "Fuck!" Can't even say hello properly. And I was like, "How, how am I going to do a podcast?" And you just can't. And then it it was literally uh, it popped in my head from a book that I read, and it was literally just like, "Your first of everything is pretty crap." Like your first blog post, yeah. your first Insta post, your first podcast. But you have to do the first one to then get better to do the second one. Exactly. I'm hoping you'll be episode, I think, 59. So I'm hoping yeah, exciting. people are going, shit, this guy is actually getting a little bit better. I hope so anyway. Um, but No, it definitely. Might, yeah. It's, it might just so... be my mum. Yeah, it might be just my mum listening. In these days no, <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not. You've got a, you've built up a really, really good podcast and every episode is so different and so unique and it's so genuinely interesting um so yeah no you've you've done a really good job appreciate that well yeah it's nice to hear that people in Ireland are listening it's just I'm interested because every yeah. time I get a guest I like Steve from iRise who is Irish yourself is Irish I always go I wonder if people can actually understand my Mancunian accent and then you've got the Irish here you I, I think I had someone from Scotland I had Farmer Joe from Scotland <laughs> and I'm just like I wonder if people go what the hell are they saying <laughs> Uh, oh good I just want yeah to I won't lie I was on... a bit nervous about that oh <laughs> uh, really <laughs> now we, you're coming through clear so don't worry yeah I was and for for people who engage with your services to help them grow um is there a time frame that you ideally want them to stay around with because growing a brand doesn't happen overnight and do, do people expect kind of win straight away when they work with you or do they know it's a slow burn 
Um, I think more people um, are kind of realizing how much of a long-term strategy social media and marketing is. Um, but it's definitely it definitely seems that it could be a short-term solution when you start off. Because mm. I, you know, I think everybody starts off and they're like, oh, I put up my first post and it's going to get so many likes. Um, you know, I'm yeah. just going to be waiting by the phone. Um, and I think that's normal. Everybody has that little glimmer of hope that you're going to be a little bit different. Um, yeah. And then there's a big harsh dose of reality as soon as you post and it's like two likes and they're both your friends. And, um, you know, I think everyone starts off like that. It's Social media is definitely a long-term process. I think most marketing is, um, you know, unless, unless you find yourself a, you know, an incredible growth hacker, I think is the new term um that can I like, I like that term I've, I've not heard that term I like that one. Oh, really yeah so <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's kind of like a a sub marketing term I think that's that's growing now nice. um it doesn't necessarily relate to social media I think it relates to um just activities that you can do that you know enhance growth by a lot mm. um but it's a very kind of vague term um and it's very client dependent but Social media in itself is is very much a medium to long term strategy. So I think you should be you should be looking at a minimum of kind of three months um, to to kind of see any, especially if you're starting from scratch to kind of see right. any because in the beginning it can grow it can seem to grow quite fast as you know all of your friends come on board, all of your family comes on board, um, and you know there's a huge jump. And then once it stables out, you're kind of like, oh well, wait, what happened? Um, and that's the reality. So it's very much long term, but I like to look at social media as kind of building up um, your credibility, your trustworthiness, your authenticity online so that um, it's always there for you so that when people come and find you at a later stage, they can get, lo- look back and be like, oh, well, she's been posting for, you know, for two years on this stuff. She obviously knows what she's talking about. Or, you know, this guy, you know, created his brand like a year ago or three years ago or something. And he's been talking about it every day. So I think mm-hmm. Consistency is key um, and trying to be as authentic as possible when you're putting it out um, allows you to to keep that going over the long term and, and allows you to create a credibility um, that people can can see um, over time. Absolutely, yeah. I think, I think that's people forget. No, that's absolutely fantastic. I think people forget consistency is key. Like literally, yeah, the people who you see out there who have got the followings have, have been doing it for years and... Yeah, they've not they've not just posted one post and uh, it's gone viral. No, uh, definitely not. Um, and it's playing around as well to see what works. Um, yeah. You know, if you know, you can change up. Like, you can try infographics. Maybe video will, you know, be the thing that makes you kind of go viral. Um, but I think the you know, there's also a thing of um, you can you can buy followers and you can buy things nowadays. So I think they're they're kind of vanity metrics. What you want to be looking more at is the the conversions that you have after that um and those take time to come through as well but no consistency is definitely key i think it's it's better if um so you're not getting overwhelmed from the start it's better to be posting once a week or even once every two weeks rather than posting seven times in a week and then never hear from you for five months um so yeah so it feels counterproductive to be doing like one post or one whatever a week but um if that's what you can manage in the beginning, then stick with that. Yeah, just be consistent. Well, yeah, that is some absolute great insights into into your world. And if people wanted to to reach out and kind of go, where do I start? Or kind of, oh, 
this this could be an option just to to grow now now that more people are online and uh, definitely online shopping is in Australia uh, it's taken off which I'm sure it has across the world but oh, well, it God, seems yeah. to have been a bit bit slight a bit lagging behind Australia with the online shopping but I think people are now realizing that um, it's actually easier and convenient so. For people who are listening and want to use your skills, where's the best way to, to find you and get more information? Yeah, so if you're on LinkedIn, um, connect with me there. Uh, I said before I'm obsessed with it and I do. I'm on LinkedIn every single day, probably more than any other platform. So if you want to send me a message, I, I write back to every single message. So um, we can connect there. And then also my website is there. Um, it's barryandwolf.com. Um, and I have a resource on there that's free to download. You don't need to put in your email or anything um, with some social media ideas uh, for kind of managing your marketing through through COVID and some tips and things there. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I think take two, I'm not going to be rude, was a lot better than take one. Um, <laughs> for, for everyone's benefit uh, who's listening, you, you, you've benefited a lot because I think there's some there's some golden nuggets of information from that. And and sometimes it's just going back to the, the simple things and the simple yeah. things work, just being consistent and being yourself. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic to see the stuff that you post and share on LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for your time, Laura. And uh, well, it's I think it's early doors in Ireland, so enjoy your Friday. It's it's a uh, clocking off time here in uh, Friday night, so I'm going to go and enjoy my weekend. Hopefully, um, with less restrictions than the last weekend, so it was good. So thank you very much, Laura. No, thank you so much, Ben. I just want to say, like, I really do. I've been binge listening to your podcast more or less since you started it. So um, That's I'm amazing. So- you were nice enough to have me on and um I think you're so easy to talk to and you make it so lovely so anyone who's thinking doing a podcast with you uh 100% go with it definitely yeah people if if you do want to get on yeah just do what Laura did and if you've got a story uh, we don't just have a conversation uh, even though I can talk the uh the, the behinds off a donkey but if you have got a if, if you have got a good story or you're an expert in something then yeah please please get in contact because yeah there's a lot of good guests on the horizon that want to be on the show and uh yeah anyone can be on it it's just sharing insights and information to hopefully make everyone's lives easier and stay connected so no yeah. thank you very much laura no thank you ben have a really nice weekend cheers you too bye-bye bye bye